You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today's topic is inspired by a, a call that I just had. So, you know, when guys are interested in coaching, they end up getting on a call with me. You know, first they apply at coachedbytrip.com, they fill out the form. And then if I see that they filled it out in a fashion where I really feel like they're serious about coaching, I'll get on the phone with them. And so I got on the phone with a guy today who's interested in getting coached. And he said that whenever he goes up to a girl, or if he ever has an opportunity to talk to a girl that he really likes, and so this can be the case of maybe a girl that he knows in a social circle, it could be a woman that he's very attracted to, he freezes up. So it's as if he's decent at meeting women and he's had girlfriends and he's slept with women before, but he's really gotten not the quality that he's been looking for. And then when there's the quality that he wants or that he thinks he wants, because you know it's hard to know if, when you meet a girl if she's all quality, but you know usually it starts with a girl that's really attractive. When that happens, it's like he freezes up. And by the way, this is not the first time I've heard this. I'm saying it to you as if this is you know mind-blowing that I've heard this for the first time and now I'm talking about it. But really, a lot of guys have told me on calls, coaching or just calls to set up coaching, or even guys who write to my email with questions, which by the way, we're going to get to some of those today. They're asking that question. Why is it with the girls that I really like, do I screw up? As if I don't really have that many issues with women, but I'm not getting the quality that I want. So we're going to dive into that topic today. And if you're interested in applying for coaching as well and hopping on a phone call with me to see if coaching is a good fit, then I highly recommend that you go to coachedbytrip.com and fill out an application as soon as possible. And you and I will get on a call and we will see if coaching is a good fit for you. Okay. Actually, I just worked with a, a, a I'm working with a client and he told me that he ended up doing all the approaches that he was supposed to do in the given week that I gave him. And he's just learned an incredible amount. So in his first week, he had approach anxiety. He was still able to go up and do approaches and confidently start conversation because I gave him some techniques on how to do it and gave him a whole system on how to do it. And even though he didn't get any numbers and he didn't end up going home with any women, we're talking just the first week we started, he's able to break through the anxiety of talking to a woman and we've done it successfully. And he was so happy and he's so excited to go to the next step and I gave him some more homework to continue his journey of getting better and better with women. So that could be you. That could 100% be you. If you are struggling to do this on your own, you feel like you need a helping hand, you need someone to help you, I'm here to do that. So again, go to coachedbytrip.com and apply so we can help you. Don't do this on your own. Don't do this on your own. So let's dive deeper into this topic. Why? Why oh why? And by the way, guilty over here, guilty over here of freezing up, of just getting completely lost. Our brains go dead. 
we are at a loss for words. We don't know what to do when we see that one woman we like. I don't like to assign a label to a woman. I never like to say, oh, that woman's a seven, that girl's a six, that's a nine, that's a 10. It just doesn't do anything. It's like pointless to be doing that. It's like, why rate her that way? Are you going to treat a nine different than a 10? Different from a seven, different from a two? Women are all attracted to men for the same reasons. Attraction works across the board. So don't label women like that. Also, it gets you in this weird habit of just objectification. You know, it just, it's like, really, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to see women for women. We're just going to give them a number. It's a little strange. Instead, I want you to be binary with it. Okay. Zero or one. Zero is you're not interested. One is you are interested. Okay. So I guess what we're talking about today is those ones, right? The, the one in terms of this is the girl that you are interested in. And now you're freaking out. And like I said, I had trouble with this before too. I felt like I had to treat that woman differently. It's like we, you know, we, we say to ourselves, so funny, actually, I was talking with a client recently and he goes, I don't get it. Why with the girls that I'm not that attracted to? Why do they, why do they, he says, uh, there's words out of his mouth. Why do the ugly girls like me, but the hot girls don't? And I have the reason why. You know why? It's because the way that you're acting with these so-called ugly girls, the girls that you're not attracted to, the girls you're not interested in, that is the way that you need to act when you're with the girls that you are attracted to. There should be no difference. But what's you, what you're doing is you're making it a whole different thing, right? So in terms of what we said, binary, right? Zero or one. With the girls that are zero, the ones that you're not that interested in, you're not trying that hard. You're more calm. You're more relaxed. You're more cool with it. You actually are cool. Like you become the cool guy in that moment simply because you don't care. Isn't it crazy? When you don't care, that's when they actually like you. They start to chase you. But then all of a sudden, the ones, right, the girls that you are interested in, you start talking to them and you just change your whole demeanor. You're way more nervous. You're shaking a little bit more. You try too hard. You're showing so much interest that it becomes unattractive. So that's what's happening. So I'm going to ask you, how can we take the guy who, if I said, go and approach that zero, right, that girl you're not interested in, how could I take that energy and then translate it and move it back into you when you approach the one? How could we do that? How could we do that? Well, very simply, we can at least look at it, right? You should go out and you should try it. You should go and approach a woman that you're just not attracted to. That should be your homework. If you're listening to this and you're following along with the podcast and you're doing all the stuff that I'm talking about, this week's mission should be go up to the women, like spend a whole night, like go out to a bar, go out during the day, wherever you do your approaches, wherever you meet women, even swipe right on a girl you're not attracted to and go on a first date with a girl you're not attracted to, okay? Now, you don't have to torture yourself. It doesn't have to be a woman who's completely, you're really unattracted to, like a negative one in, in the sense that we're talking about. But, but it should be someone that you know you're not going to be interested in. Go on a date or do the approach and check out how you're acting. Like Be aware and be conscious of your energy and your vibe. And then whatever that is, which is probably going to be cool, calm, and collected, which is going to be you're sort of assertive, but you're sort of not. You're continuing conversation, but you're kind of not. Take that energy and boom, copy and paste it. Command C, Command V, 
and then do that with the women that you are attracted to. Now, let's dive even deeper. I know that some guys are like, dude, I can't even approach a woman I'm not attracted to. <laughs> that that's still hard for me. Well, that's okay. That, you know, if you're freezing up with all the women that are out there and you have maybe more severe social anxiety, well, that's absolutely the time to get coaching, by the way. Then you need to be working on something different. For you, it's going to be you just need to be going out and doing approaches, but lowering the barrier of entry into the approaches. So something I do with my coaching clients is if they have severe approach anxiety and they're like, I can't talk to anybody, we have them go out and do some simple approaches. Some simple approaches where you ask directions somewhere, ask if there's a good coffee shop somewhere, maybe just say hello and walk away. Like Basically, let's just get words out of your mouth. Once you get to the point where you're comfortable with that, then we can start approaching women and then you can put this to the test. Okay, So what I would do if I were you, if you're a guy who freezes up with the girls that you like and it's, it's really hard, one thing you can do is do warm-up approaches. I always say this to my clients, you're never better than your warm-up approaches. Meaning, don't think that you're better than them. Meaning, you have to do them. Okay, A lot of guys are like, oh, I'm freaked out, trip. Like I can't go and approach the girl. I said, did you do your warm-up approaches? They said, no. I said, why not? They said, oh, they thought they were done with that. No, you're not. Because warm-up approaches, warm-up approaches, they are there so, so specifically, you can warm up and then feel a little bit more social and then approach women that you want. Okay, So you do the warm-up approaches, do at least three to four, and then talk to the women you want. The warm-up approaches can be with anyone. But also, I want to get even more specific. After your warm-up approaches, don't just try to approach the most attractive women. Some guys are like, oh, Trip, I couldn't approach anyone. I said, why? Well, I wasn't attracted to any of the ones out there. Well, you're still going to get better at approaching and communicating and socializing if you go out and still talk to women that you're not necessarily attracted to. Okay? So it's really good to be approaching lots of women, all kinds of women, so that you're totally warmed up and, and ready to go with the women that you're actually interested in. The thing here and the lesson of today's episode is don't treat any of them differently. I'm not saying you have to go for the number of the girl that you're not interested in. Of course, this week is a little bit different, right? This week, I'm giving you that exercise to go a little bit further with it so that you can you know, get some practice in with doing the approaches and going through with it with someone that you're actually not attracted to just so you can see what that energy is like. And don't worry, it's not a big deal. You're not going to be leading a girl on just because you go on one date or do one approach or get a girl's number. It's not going to be the end of the world. You're not going to be killing anybody. But again, my long-winded point is always be approaching, always talk to women so that you're not just putting all of your energy and all of your effort and all of your emotions into that one girl. Like there she is. Like you're going out and doing some day approaches and you're like, all right, this is the one. This is the hottest one I've seen all day. And then you work yourself up into this person that's not you. You start to copy and paste really the wrong person. You start to do all these like things like, okay, I got to be this guy. When really you just got to be the relaxed guy, the confident guy, the cool, calm, collected guy that I was just talking about. That has to be you. You need to look at all these women as all the same, okay? All the same. And the ones, eventually when you get better at this, the ones, the literally, the ones, right? We're talking about zero one, the ones, the ones that you are interested in, 
those are the ones you can eventually, yes, get their number and take them out and all that. You don't have to get a number from every girl that you talk to. But like I said, it's good warm-ups here. It's good warm-ups. It's good practice. So why are you freezing up with the girls that you like? Well, you're putting them on a pedestal. It's simple as that. You're putting them on a pedestal. You're treating them differently because you think that they're different and because you feel like you have more to lose. Because at the end of the day, we naturally assign value to women that we think are attractive because normally people don't think that every single person is attractive, right? That's not usually the case. When you walk around somewhere, you go to a bar somewhere, a club somewhere, I'd say a minority of the women are there are ones that you're attracted to. So what's scarce is valuable. And when we put value and assign value, we raise that person up to a pedestal and we go, ooh, boom, we got to get this. We add so much pressure to ourselves. It's crazy the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves because it's scarce, right? It's imagine you're going fishing in a lake and you know that there's only maybe two or three fish that you can catch in this big lake. And finally, you get this opportunity to catch this fish and you're reeling it in or you see it or whatever. Your emotions start spiking, your anxiety gets high and you're like, I can't screw this up. Your mentality is, I can't screw this up. I want you to get rid of that mentality immediately because that's not the reality. Okay, yes, maybe in that mode, maybe in that day, it's a, you know, there's not many women walking around. Maybe in that one night in that bar, there's not many women walking around, but this isn't the end. There's tons of women in the future to talk to. So we can't be looking at it like, oh my God, this is it. This is the whole thing. I need you to throw that away immediately. Stop assigning value to all of these women where it doesn't belong. And I get it. I get it. When it's scarce, it gets tougher. And the anxiety goes up and we freak out. So my advice is to treat every approach the same. Follow through with the ones that you're actually attracted to. And the more approaches you do and the more ones that you talk to, you're going to find that really they're all the same. Everyone's the same. It's not that big of a deal. There's always another one. There's always another cute woman to talk to. There's always someone else and that you're not going to be blowing your shot just if it doesn't work out with that one person. So give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. And for those of you out there who I always hear from, I even work with clients who live in more remote areas and live in places where you know there aren't a lot of women to talk to and they live in a small city, then my advice is you drive and you go to the nearest city. Most people who live in the small cities, you have a nearby city that is an hour away that you can drive to that have a lot of people and a lot of women that you can talk to and approach and practice. So you go there. So there's always an option. There's always an answer. There's always something you can do. So I understand. I remember when I used to freeze up. I remember when I used to put women on pedestals until I learned the abundant mindset because I started to create an abundance in my life of women that I was talking to, approaching and dating and realized that I can always get there because I, I learned how to build the skill. And I didn't have that skill. I'm just like you listening to this episode. Some guys I was worse off than. We're talking approach anxiety. I had some of the worst approach anxiety ever, ever. I mean, even in the past five years of going in and out of different relationships, when I'm out of the relationship, the, the approach anxiety comes back because I haven't approached in such a long time. The only difference is back in the day, I let the approach anxiety 
completely stall me and, and paralyze me. But now, even though I have a lot of the approach anxiety, I know how to deal with it and know what to do to get rid of it faster, which is, of course, doing the warm-up approaches because even myself, anyone included, you're not better than your warm-ups. Okay? You're not better than your warm-ups. So I would do that and get back into it. But yeah, I had some of the worst out there. So I understand. And you know, it's in our biology, when we see a woman we're attracted to, we don't want to miss that shot. But we are living in a society in many countries. I know there's people from all over the world who listen to this podcast. I see where the countries are where people are downloading it from. But in many countries, we do have a lot of opportunities. And so I'm asking you, please take them for yourself. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. I know I've been a little slow to getting to some of the questions that guys email in. Well, we're going to get to some right now. So if you've emailed in, thank you for your email. And we're going to answer some questions. If you want to email in a question, you can do that too. Just email me, trip at tripadvice.com. That's trip at two Ps. Put in the subject line, podcast question. And if you have a nice, thorough, good question to answer, I will answer it like we're going to do right now. So Brian asked on January 3rd, he wrote in, Hey, Trip, thanks for the work you do. I really like your podcast. Thank you, Brian. He said, I have a question that I couldn't readily find much good information for. I'm in the early stages of, a, of dating a great girl, but we've had some disagreements solely regarding sex. Her biggest ask is that, as she says, more often than not, she just wants to get fucked and that she really isn't into making love. Most of my habits have been around lasting longer in bed, so I tend to take it kind of slow at times and switch up positions. So my question is to you is, what are the distinguishing qualities of the two? From what I gathered, fucking is intense, aggressive to a certain degree, and selfish. I feel like if I do those things, if I take what I want, being rough will not allow me to last very long. So I'm concerned that if my habits turn to this style, we'll just have little short but intense sex. I have a lot more questions, but not sure how to articulate them. Any advice would be helpful. Or if you've already answered this question, I'd appreciate a link or something. Thanks, Brian. Brian, you have the right idea. I mean, from what I know, in terms of the difference between making love and fucking, that is usually making love is slower, a little bit more passionate, a little bit more intense, intense in the kind of like your deep eye contact and, and lots of kissing and things like that. And the getting fucked or that is going to be more like rough sex. But what's more important is not how I'm going to distinguish it or how you're going to distinguish it. You need to get clear with your partner how they distinguish it. So you need to ask her, what does that mean to you? And don't say it in a way where you're like, well, I don't get it. You know what I mean? Just be like, hey, I'm curious. When you say that you want to just get fucked, like what does that mean? What does that look like to you? What would you like me to do? When it comes to communication with your partner, whether it's sex or anything else, both parties need to be clear. And if you're not clear, just ask. You don't have to guess. And if someone, by the way, your partner ever puts you down for asking or says you should just know, that person is ridiculous and that's a red flag. You should probably dump them. That's not a very understanding person. You know, you just got to be like, well, this is not something I want to guess on. I want to make sure this is something I know exactly what you want. I don't want to cross any boundaries. So please be more specific on what you mean by that. And so that's kind of part one of my advice to you. Part two is, so it sounds like your issue is lasting longer in bed. And if you're going uh, fast and intense, some things are, you can try using condoms if you're not using condoms already. I know a lot of guys who have problems with lasting longer in bed are usually guys who are not using condoms. Shame on you. You should be. We do not want to get anyone pregnant and we definitely don't want any STDs. 
I'm realistic though. I know that guys are in relationships with women who are been tested, don't have STDs, and or are on the pill. So there's a very low chance. Either way, condoms might be something you want to go back to. I know that's not the best answer, but it does help. Um, if you're like, no, I don't want to go back to condoms, and or, or you might be like, well, condoms actually same situation. I still don't last long in bed. There are some things you can do. I'm not a sex expert. There's a lot of videos on this stuff. I just highly recommend, don't really try to take any pills for this. I try to do it in a more natural way. So you may want to... Uh, the, one, the best tip I've ever heard is... And this is going to be a little bit more tough when you're doing kind of rough sex is try to... Wherever you're tensing your muscles in your body right before you're about to ejaculate, wherever you're tensing your muscles, just release them. And that kind of stops the buildup of you about to finish. It's not 100% works all the time, but you can try it. And it's worked for a lot of guys. It's worked for me. Loosening up the tension in your muscles uh, if you feel like you're about to finish. Uh, Changing positions is also good too. So yeah, that's the best advice I have for you. Otherwise, you want to look more into how do you last longer in the bedroom, okay? All right, let's move on. We're going to go to another question. These are good so far. Max Rivers says on January 5th, Hello, Trip. I don't know if you remember me, but we briefly spoke over text about possibly getting coaching about two to three months ago. Uh, yes, Max, I do remember you. I do. And he says, I still listen to your podcast and recently got a copy of your book, Magnetic, and enjoying it so far. I'm wondering if you have any advice on coming on too strong. It's always been a mystery for me as to how some guys are able to go out with girls without coming on too strong who they literally just met on the spot, whereas many guys like myself may come off too strong to a girl we've known for more than a day and trying to set up an appointment. Do you have any quick advice on this? Would you be able to do a podcast about this if I sent you my current situation? Do you know how soon the podcast would come out? I hope to hear from you and please keep up the good work. Thank you, Max Rivers. Well, here's the thing. What I found is a lot of guys come on too strong because they're just trying to continuously get the girl that's rejected them. You know, So I think a lot of guys end up going, oh, I think I came on too strong. Whereas no, you didn't even come on too strong. That was never your problem is that you came on, right? So you were assertive, you made the move, but she wasn't interested. And then you kept pursuing to try to somewhat convince her or get out of the friend zone or something. Or you maybe you were texting her a bunch and then you're like, oh man, I came on too strong. She rejected me. No, she was never interested in the first place and you were not able to get her attracted in the first place. So you said, it's always a mystery that some guys are able to go out with girls without coming on too strong because they're just meeting women and they're knowing how to pull the attraction triggers and then boom, it works, right? And then you said yourself, you may come off too strong to a girl we've known for more than a day trying to set up an appointment. Right, exactly. It's not that you're trying too hard. It's that she was never interested in the first place. So read Magnetic. And by the way, if you're interested in getting that book, that's on Amazon, my book Magnetic. And it does teach you everything you need to know in terms of how to be able to create attraction. Okay, I believe we talk about that in chapter two. That's right, chapter two, we talk about all about attraction and how to make that work. So you'll never have to come on too strong because I always tell guys, you don't want to be in a scarce mindset. You want to be in the abundant mindset, which means that you need to have an abundance of women in your life. And therefore, you're never going to come on too strong to anyone because if it doesn't work out with someone, you're going to be on to the next. So you got to thank you next 
these women a lot faster than you're already doing. And that's usually uh, the big problem is that guys are not doing that. Okay. So we need you to do that. All right. Let's go to another one. Hi, Trip. I want to start off by thanking you for the advice and tips you give out on a continuous basis. You're welcome. I'm 24 years old, South Asia, Bangladesh, 5'7", skinny, working on building muscle, but shoulder injuries, so it's going to be a longer process. I live in the UK. I'm writing this email to you because I have your book, Magnetic, on Audible, and it's good, but you say to go out to bars and clubs with friends and by yourself. All the guys there are better looking than me, as in they're taller than me, white, or a race that's more attractive and better build, more masculine looking. I don't have problems talking to girls at bars, clubs, but I just don't see the point if the girls desire those guys more. I don't have a problem being the second option, but I do have a problem of the woman not being into me sexually as much as she would be with the more attractive guys. Women normally stay with guys when I'm talking or won't talk or instantly reject me, hoping those guys will approach her. Should I just do day approaches in the street and give up going to bars, clubs, or should I go with friends and practice talking to attractive women and have fun and not get numbers or get sexual with them? Thank you for your time. I listen to you on Spotify and watch your videos on YouTube. If you do a response, please send me a link. Thank you, Muhammad. Great question, Muhammad. I will try to get a link to you for sure. All right. So here's the thing. If you listened to my book, Magnetic, on Audible, then you would already have some answers to these questions because you'd understand that, yeah, women are attracted to uh, men who are tall. They are attracted to men who are muscular. They are attracted to uh, men who have more symmetrical faces and all those things, right? Like women are attracted to that, but that doesn't necessarily leave you out. It sounds like you're making up a lot of stuff. Like a lot of the things you're saying, it's like as if you are making this up in your head or you heard from a friend or society, like all these things you're saying. And I quote you, you say, don't see the point if the girls desire those guys more. Why do you think that? Again, yes, they are attracted to those guys, but it's not that they necessarily desire them more. A guy who's very good looking, but has no personality is not as desirable as a guy who's not so physically good looking, but has an amazing personality. That goes a longer way, which I do describe in my book, Magnetic. And then you say, I don't have a problem being the second option. Again, that's you just making that up. And then you say, women normally stay with guys when I'm talking or won't talk or instantly reject me, hoping those guys will approach her. Where are you coming up with that? You're just thinking that because you're getting rejected. So it goes back to what I said in my last question, right? Which is, if you want to get better with women, what you need to do is you need to learn how to maximize your outer qualities, which I talk about in the book, right? This is getting your style in order and looking your best and working out. And you're always going to be working on maximizing your outer qualities while you're going to be also working on your inner qualities, aka your personality, aka Ted. Again, I talk about this in the book. I talk about this in my program Hooked. I even talk about it in my coaching, which is tension, entertainment, and dominance. The things that you're going to be doing, the behavior, the inner qualities is the behavior. So the way you behave holds heavier weight on attraction than looks. Okay. So yeah, it's true. Women are like the ideal is yes, you're tall, you're muscular, full head of hair, really rich, lots of status, great personality. You know how to work the inner qualities and Ted, like that is the ultimate, right? But we're born with what we're born with. Uh, We're not all really tall. We're not all really jacked with muscle. We're not all full head of hair, all those things that you know women do find attractive. So you need to work on your personality and do your best with everything else. 
That's the only option you have. By the way, it's not a bad option. I'm not saying like, well, good luck, do your best. Like, No, it's going to hold heavier weight if you work on building tension, providing entertainment, and having dominance in your interactions, Okay, which I talk about, again, in many podcast episodes and in the book and things like that. So we're not going to get into that now, but this is about creating attraction, creating investment. So no, you don't have to just go to the day approaches. Keep going to the bars and clubs. Also do day approaches. Keep going out. Approach as many girls as you can and work on the stuff that I tell you in the book. Work on building attraction and don't focus so much on looks. You're very, very focused on looks. And I don't want you to think about that anymore. You're 5'7", there's nothing you can do about it. You are South Asian, nothing you can do about it. You are skinny, okay, build muscle, do everything you can to look your best. Don't worry about that anymore. Put in the habits to do that and then focus on everything else. Your behaviors, your actions, the way that you build tension, flirt with the girl, hold eye contact, talk to her, tease her, all those good things, okay? Boom, look at that. Look at that, what an episode, guys. Guys, if you need help and you want me to help you with this, and you want me to hold your hand through it, which I'm happy to do. I want to guide you through this process so you can go out and meet more women, even if you are Southeast Asian, even if you are young, even if you are 5'7", even if you are skinny, I can help you. Coachedbytrip.com is where you go to apply for coaching today. Let me help you. Don't do this on your own. And if you are, that's great too. You're listening to podcasts. You're listening to this right now. Hopefully you're putting it into action. So whether it's me or yourself, put the things into action, make this work for you. Boom, bam, boom. I'll see you in the next episode. 